Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. School of Humans. Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of Cadaver Gals, the show where we talk about the many ways people have died throughout time and space to cope with our own mortality. I'm your host, Gabby, along with Taylor. Hello. And Nika. Hi. And we're all here ready to talk about some fun subjects. Um, Today we got two hot and heavy stories. We got one about a nail salon visit going wrong, very wrong. And then we're also going to talk about a lady who done exploded, question mark. Mm -hmm. Did she? We don't know. We'll see. As always, we'll be talking about a lot of messed up stuff. So if you're sensitive to blood and guts and death and women talking together, this show might not be for you. Okay, oh, that'll trigger some people. <laughs> women talking together. Eat. We're three women talking together. Be warned. Conspiring. Conspiring. Yes. And our content and trigger warnings for today are um, nasty skin, bacterial <laughs> infections, open wounds, water, fire, severed limbs. In multiple cases. So that's going to be fun. And I hope that you guys really just enjoy this show today. This is Cadaver Gals. Cadaver Gals. Okay. Oh, wow. I feel like our impression of the theme song gets better and better each time that soon we'll just substitute that instead of doing 
the theme song, which is just the same thing over and over again. Yes, yes. Uh, All right. So our first story today is coming at us from the one and only Nika. And I feel like you have a personal connection to this because of nails. I do. First of all, I didn't realize I was going to be the first one. (laughs) So (laughs) let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yes, I love getting my nails done. I love having long, pointy nails. I love feeling protected by them. Like I could gouge out someone's eyes. They are definitely weapons. They They are are weapons. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your nails right now because they're fabulous. Thank you. So right now I am wearing coffin. They're actually um, press-on nails because obviously right now quarantine cannot go to the nail salon. But they're press-ons. They are dark green with a little moo pattern in the ring fingernail. And they are coffin shaped and very long. A moo pattern? You mean like <laughs> a cow pattern? Cow print! <laughs> <laughs> cow print. I like moo pattern. Don't get me wrong. I it's think a that's a great pattern. way to put it. I knew what you oh, meant. no. <laughs> That was embarrassing. But yeah, they just empower me. I love it. And so I go to the nail salon, or I used to go to the nail salon quite a lot. I would actually go to a very specific nail salon in downtown Atlanta where you had to keep an eye and physically hold your purse at all times. But it was cheap and it was good. And my nail tech was amazing. That being said, since quarantine, COVID, the whole thing started, I realized it's a very unsanitary nail salon. Oops. extremely unsanitary. Like, I'm surprised I have not gotten an infection in my nails yet. Oh, no. I know. So since then, I've been doing press-ons, and I've decided that if I'm going to go to a nail salon, it has to be sanitary because I do not want what happened to this woman I'm about to talk about happen to me. So without further ado, we're going to Knoxville, Tennessee. It <laughs> is 2019, so far away. Oh, my God. That was so... Recent. That was such a, but that was such a nice time. We were so ignorant. We didn't Absolutely. know what was what was ahead. We were just we living our lives. Know. We were traveling. Yeah, honestly, there was like our own misery we could have instead of a collective misery. You know, like our misery used to Absolutely. be special. Anyway, twenty nineteen exactly. Knoxville. Yes. Let's get there. Take us so there. So twenty nineteen <laughs> Knoxville, Tennessee. This woman with this fabulous Southern accent that I will not try to emulate. She went to go get her nails done, as per usual, at this place called the Jazzy Nail Bar. So Jazzy. I like that name. Well, you're not going to like it very soon. Okay. (laughs) So she went, she got her nails done, really nice French mani. And a few hours later, she noticed her thumb was throbbing and red, and she developed some flu-like symptoms. Now, I'll say this right now. My thumb has been throbbing before when I've gone to the nail salon, so that already stresses me out, okay? Nika, yeah, if you're, that's scary. If you're a hypochondriac, don't recommend listening to this story. Also, listeners, though, Nika does still have her thumbs. I do. I can see I do them. Have, yes, they're right here. This one's holding a special rock that I hold when I record. Anyway, okay. so I that has happened to me before. So immediately, I'm just like, oh, what's about to happen, right? Well, the worst case scenario is about to happen. So she went to get it checked out in the ER, and they immediately were like, oh, boy, you have flesh-eating bacteria. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Goody gumdrops. <Exactly>. Goody gumdrops. <laughs> now, let's, let's chat a little bit about flesh-eating bacteria, because that sounds let's. terrifying, okay? If something's like, hey, that's going to eat your flesh, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to be a part of it. That being said, pineapples have enzymes that eat the meat on your um, tongue, and I find that fascinating. 
Maybe I do want to oh, no. hang out with flesh-eating things. Okay, anyway. <laughs> this depends um, on oh, which flesh. Army hammer, call me. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this is the thing. It is, it's a bacterial infection. It's called necrotizing fasciitis. It's super rare, and it spreads very quickly and essentially attacks the skin and the tissue beneath the skin. Now, Gabby's kind of going to go through more of the technical side of what happens to your body, so here's what I'm going to say. I want y'all to not get it, so I'm going to give you the symptoms. Here (laughs) are the symptoms. They are terrifying. Yes, you're welcome. How do you know you have it? Well, (laughs) according to this emergency care doctor in New York, through an article that I found, he says that you have to experience pain out of proportion. So for example, if you have a very small cut, but the cut is throbbing and hurts a lot in like a really weird way, you might have bacteria that's trying to take a bite, you know? Um, (laughs) Also, they say that, (laughs) this is terrible, sometimes people hear crackling sounds and that's because air is under the tissue of your skin because the bacteria that is eating your skin produces gases. Don't Mm. like that. So it's like farting bacteria. I knew you were going to say that, Gabby, and I literally (laughs) am so disgusted. Honestly, You're welcome. I'm canceling you. I'm disgusting Um, and predictable. (laughs) Stop. So the area is swollen and red usually. As I said, flu-like symptoms. So you have body aches, headaches, vomiting, nausea, all that really fun, good stuff. When it gets bad, there's ulcers and blisters. And I don't recommend Googling pictures, but I did. And um, (laughs) it's really disturbing. You know, some of the pics, they look like a large and swollen bruise. And that terrifies me because I've been having bruises before. How do I know that that's not flesh-eating bacteria? Well, I'm still here, so... Yeah, you're not um, dead. Well, and it's yes. not without... You haven't had a bruise with with excessive pain and um, farting true. and stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, farts. did you just say Fart. the F word? Yes. I don't allow that word. It was farting with a PH, Nika. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Actually, it's... I tell people, like, if I'm hanging out with people for a long period of time, I tell them they can't use that F word. They have to use the word in Spanish, which is just, like, more tolerable for me. What is it? Gasecito. I like right? that. Right? Way better. Way better than that F word. But, yeah, so... Large swollen bruise. I'm scared. However, if it gets real bad, it can look blackened and like the skin is bumpy. And then there was this one picture I found where this man's leg, the skin on top of his leg, it looks like it had been completely taken off or chomped off, you know, to feed the bacteria. Yes, Mm. exactly. So this woman, as I said, went to the ER. The ER said, okay, cool, you have this. You should be okay, which, okay, why would they do that? But they were like, you should be okay in a couple of hours. It seems like they gave her antibiotics and because they thought it wasn't a terrible case. So they sent her home with pain meds. The nurse practitioner actually said, I'm going to keep checking in with you throughout the day because she was a little bit concerned. The woman goes home, is on pain meds, and y'all know those can make you real sleepy. So she was passed out. Nurse practitioner calls her to check in on her. The woman is like, hmm, I don't want to do the accent. I'm not going to do a southern accent. Just imagine a very thick southern accent. She goes, it's gotten worse. The nurse practitioner says, get to the ER immediately. Sure enough, she went to the ER. The doctors were like, huh, we should have probably done this sooner. They end up performing surgery on her, on her thumb specifically, because that's where the incision was and the bacteria was. And they actually had to chop off some of her thumb. So her thumb just looks much smaller than her other thumb, but she was okay. That being said, if the nurse practitioner hadn't checked in on her, doctors say that she wouldn't have survived. Oh, good. So, 
That's yeah, I feel scary. like default with flesh eating bacteria, based on what I've seen, you should probably handle that as quick as possible. Immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Agro exactly. handling. Exactly. And yeah, so thankfully she survived. She just has a much smaller thumb. And she asks, you know, she says, girls and guys go to the nail salon and they don't know that this is out there, which I appreciate her also mentioning guys because everyone goes to the nail salon. Make it normalize all genders and all humans going to the nail salon. Thank you, queen. But she says, please be careful. And now she takes her own nail kit to the nail salon, which she still goes to the nail salon. I'm like, I'd be terrified. I hope she doesn't go to the same one. I mean, it's somewhat rare though, isn't it? I mean, it's it common, is, but like that aggressive. It is actually super rare. So only 600 to 700 people get it per year in the U.S. Sadly, though, it is becoming more common because of climate change, which I know it seems easy to just blame everything on climate change. But truly, I mean, th- this is exactly what's happening. They're How? one of the bacteria. Well, here's the thing. One of the types of bacteria that eats tissue because flesh eating bacteria isn't just one bacteria. It's actually many types of bacteria that do this. And what happens is called flesh eating bacteria then. So one of these is called Vibrio bacteria, and it lives in coastal waters, and it looks like a purple corn dog, according to my research and Google images. A purple and, corn dog? Yeah, just like a purple corn dog. But probably in. like a little okay. smaller. With the, Like on the stick Definitely or off smaller. the stick? On oh, the yeah. stick. Because okay. the, the stick is the squiggle. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Off of it. Yeah. The little flagellum, is that what that's called? Yes. It's flagging away. Yes, precisely. But... One of the species of Vibrio infects shellfish, and this is the reason why sometimes people get sick after eating raw oysters. And then another species, and this is the really bad one, enters into open wounds and does the eating of flesh. And this bacteria, well, both of them thrive in warm waters. So obviously, as the ocean gets warmer, Mm. we will see more of it. I see. I understand. Mm -hmm. There's been 22 cases in Florida, and... In one of them, um, this man who was immunocompromised and older was infected after going to the beach and passed away because of it. So oh, no, that's exactly really, that's crazy. That, I mean, we've got to fix this planet, you guys. Should we take that on this this week, this episode? Should we take on <laughs> yeah. global warming? Yeah, I mean, once we get Tennessee Williams exhumed, then we can go on to climate change. Okay, we've got a lot on our our. Right. List. We do have a lot on the cadaver agenda. The cadaver agenda. <laughs> the agenda. The agenda. Oh boy! Oh boy! I love mushing words together. It's like one of my favorite things. That was nice, Taylor. Thank yeah, you. I'm scared of. <laughs> I'm water scared. Now. <laughs> I'm scared. Period. I'm scared. I'm always scared. I understand. I know, but now it's like it is found in like most of like the southeastern coastal waters. So like the Carolinas have had a lot of experiences with this bacteria georgia in lakes and stuff like that florida obviously texas too and then also hot tubs jacuzzis i don't mean i don't like anywhere where water is hot like that bacteria could thrive so y'all be careful for real they like it hot all right well nika thank you for that devastating well at least she only lost part of her thumb and they eventually got their shit together but it's sad that other people be dying from this So we will get a little bit more into how that bacteria actually works after the break. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women 
meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Oh, look, we're back with Cadaver Gals. I hope you didn't go away. Wow. Welcome back. Welcome. Are you still here, Nika Taylor? You still here? I'm still here. Oh, good. I'm oh, here. good. That's wonderful mm. news. So, Nika was explaining to us how there's a variety of different bacteria that could cause some sort of terrible thing in water to your body. Okay, so the one I want to talk about is called Streptococcus pyogenes. And this one That's is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And just like my huge penis. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it, this one is the, the least flashbacks. <laughs> what are you oh, flashing God. to? Hanging what out you with Gabby? Bitch? What is happening? You know, we have a different relationship than you know about Taylor. I, I'm evidently. flashing back to our first few episodes where I was only dick jokes that I was making. But sometimes I got to treat myself. Okay. <laughs> But this is the one that's the leading cause of the flesh-eating disease, and it works in a really interesting way. And there's these folks who are scientists up at Harvard University. Harvard? Yeah, at Harvard. And they did some studies on mice to kind of figure out exactly how it works. Mice always get the brunt of it. Sorry. Go ahead. I know. Gabby. These poor little mice babies. You know how I feel about animals and yeah. how we poorly we treat them as poorly? Yeah, they should have infected humans with flesh-eating disease yeah. instead to see in Taylor's universe all oh, the test yeah. subjects are humans. <laughs> Taylor's like, absolutely. Human well, subjects. 
Elon Musk. Anyway, continue. But the way that the reason they were doing this is because it behaves in a really bizarre sort of way. Because as Nika pointed out, like one of the first symptoms of it is that you're going to feel a shit ton of pain. That was the scientific term for it. Shit ton of pain is what you're going to feel. But you're going to feel that before you start seeing any sort of inflammation. So like if your open wound gets infected, it might not actually seem like redder or you know, there might not seem to be anything wrong with it, but you will start feeling excruciating pain. And the reason that this happens, it's kind of this tricky device that the bacteria use, which is they attack this very specific neuron that's in your skin tissue layer that usually what this neuron does is it will send pain to the brain, be like, it's painful, bro. (laughs) And then the other thing that this specific neuron does is it actually suppresses your immune system in this way that's kind of the reason it does that this is a natural body system because it's basically being like hey immune system something's wrong but we also don't want all of y'all coming up over here too much because you know if you have an overreactive immune system that can also cause unfortunate consequences because of like it's fighting off the disease fever etc etc so it's like this delicate balancing act of like hey immune system hold back until we're ready for this. Like, let me investigate it a little bit first, and then I'll call you in later. Yeah, exactly. They're like on hold. But that's what this bacteria does is it makes the immune system on hold. So then it can just rapidly fuck up your body. So that's a clever little bacteria, much more clever than me. I don't know how to play those kind of mind games. (laughs) Those are some mind games. This is like House of Cards, but for bacteria. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, you can go to uh, the actual study to kind of digest more of this information because it has a lot of other specific words and stuff, but I couldn't understand it. You know, I went to a subpar Ivy League university, not to this one. I was about to say, I thought you were Ivy League. I know, but I'm not a smart one. I was like, they have to do the quote of people who can't read. And that was me. Um, <laughs> but it does that. And that's why it's like it, it spreads so quickly. And I thought it was crazy because the fatalities linked to this is pretty dramatic. It's a third of people who get flesh eating bacteria, flesh eating disease end up dying. So it's a 30 percent fatality much. rate. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, as Taylor would say, crazy town. Crazy town. Yes. town. Crazy town. And also, once you get infected, the infection is actually able to move an inch per hour throughout your body. Oh, that is a lot. That is it a is lot. It is fast. Here's, okay, here's one more thing that I will say about the process of it. I found it really disturbing because... As I said, they tried to give our girl antibiotics and just, like, have her sleep it off, which, okay, question mark, question mark, Knoxville, Tennessee. (laughs) And I found it fascinating that the bacteria that starts to get to work into the place that it wriggled itself into, whether it's open wound, even an insect bite, or sexual organs, any any of that, any open orifice. Oh. I know. It produces endotoxins and exotoxins. Um, One happens when bacteria dies. The other one happens when they release gases, as I said. And these things restrict blood supply to the tissue. And it eats the cells in the tissue. And so when you do not have blood supply, antibiotics can't get to it. So by the time it's like eating that um, that tissue and the blood supply cannot get to the to the bacteria, antibiotics aren't going to work. You just have to chop off the leg or the arm or the thumb or whatever, which is insane to me. Yeah, so it would be really shitty if you got it in your neck. Oh, yeah. 
I did not even think do? of that. Oh my goodness, Gabby. Just amputate the head straight off. But yeah, there's a lot of people with flesh eating disease, they have to end up, you know, going into emergency surgeries and yeah, getting something amputated or some part of their body cut off. But hopefully with these Harvard folks doing these experimentations, they'll be able to kind of figure out treatments to, you know, basically, because it really does seem because it is like it's able so easily to suppress your immune system. Hopefully they can find a way to kind of slow that down. So I would just, you know, suggest watch out for your wounds, you know, emotional and physical wounds before you get into a questionable body of water, which is probably all of Florida, but also... (laughs) The bathtub in my backyard. Don't get into that. I don't know why I have a bathtub in my backyard, but it just stays there. It's my sister's, but I don't think I'm going to get in there now. Yeah, no. How often were you getting in there before this episode? I mean, not very frequently. Just if I had to do kind of like a, if I was trying to do like an Evanescence themed photo shoot or something, you know, that would be a good sort of like rock emo place to be. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, if you do that, just like be really covered up. Gabby. Okay, you're right. You know Gabby with her um, thirst trap. So sexy. Yeah, the sexy skin album covers. Yeah, I'm going to get like a full body condom (laughs) and just wear that. That's cute. That's (laughs) a cute cute image. Thank you. Thank you for that. So in terms of dying of flesh eating disease, I give it a zero out of 10. That is my ranking. Okay. Yeah, I'm not interested in going with that. (laughs) I'm not interested in going this route. So we're going to change shift, change shift, pull all the gears, do things with gears and move them around to a different subject matter now over to Taylor. She's going to give us the low down, down low. Mm -hmm. She's going to give us a lot of low tea about this lady in the 1950s and something crazy happened. Let's hear it, Taylor. What was the crazy thing? All right. So this is a story about a lady named Mary Reeser who was a 67-year-old woman who moved to St. Petersburg, Florida, after the death of her husband. So she was in Florida. That's Oh, no. Here we are again. That's the problem number one. Problem one. She was in Florida. But it was a normal day for Mary. And on July 1st in 1951, Mary woke up around 6 a.m., as she usually does, and would listen to her favorite radio show while doing typical household chores. Wait, that's so sweet. Oh, This was like her thing. She really enjoyed radio. I mean, that was her TV. So, and, and her landlady, who she was friends with that, um, you know, lived in the same building or like lived adjacent to her, always heard it. So she always knew kind of like the comings and goings of Mary. So it was a typical day, and by 7 or 8 a.m., she would have breakfast. They specified it was a hearty breakfast. So imagine, you know, pancakes and bacon, you know, that sort of thing. Then her son, around 10 o'clock, would come over for his morning coffee. After that, they bebopped around town. They went to the bank, did some errands for a few hours, and then she came back home to just kind of chill out, you know, do her thing. And then she would have an early dinner where her daughter-in-law and son-in-law popped by a couple of times after dinner as well. Mary was kind of sad that day. We're not really sure why, but she was just like feeling down, which I understand. It'd be like that sometimes. Everyone has days like that sometimes. Or just like every day. Oh. Oh. (laughs) So Mary's (laughs) landlady, her name was Miss Carpenter. She lived in the same building. They were super close. And she is like the sweetest woman from what I can tell. 
She saw Mary after dinner and noticed that she seemed upset. And she kind of deduced that it was some sort of financial family quarrel, if you will. But she was already dressed in her nightgown and her satin bedtime slippers. And Mary told her landlady that she had taken two sedatives, as she kind of normally does to like get her to go to sleep. And then would take two more later before she went to bed. It's a lot of sedatives. That is a lot of sedatives, but evidently that was relatively normal. And her son was a doctor and didn't seem to be concerned. Well, I'll take my judgments away then. That is an accurate amount of sedatives. Her son was a doctor, but they were having financial problems. Well, and there was something else. (laughs) He's a gambler. So sorry. (laughs) No. So actually, there was there was actually a lot out there on this lady. This was a very controversial case, and so in like the late 70s or something so many people had reached out to the fbi because it eventually goes to the fbi but that was i digress but there's an foia I'm request like, what happens to this lady oh my gosh there's Sorry, an foia going. request and so like basically anything and everything related to this case everybody that was interviewed and like whatever is out there and so i went deep so i know actually that the reason that she the financial issues was because The son just wanted her to feel like she had a little bit more of a purpose. And so she handled like his finances and her finances. So she kind of like managed that. So that was kind of like her job that she did, which I think is kind of sweet. Oh, did she like mess up or something? And that's why she was sad. I don't that I don't know. But Mm, some speculation. Yeah, (laughs) that's just speculation. So anyway, so Miss Carpenter, the sweet landlady, shortly after the encounter, after realizing that Mary was down, she was like, you know what? I'm going to go get her some ice cream. So on her way back, she like went to go get the pick up the ice cream. And then on her way back, she notices that the lights were out and the radio was off. So she was assumed that she had gone to bed and didn't want to wake her and figured she would just go check on her in the morning. I just think that's really sweet when neighbors are sweet like that. That is yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very like, I don't look at my neighbors. I don't talk to my neighbors or I used to be. And I was definitely because I don't know. I feel like I'm Colombian. We just assume everyone's out to get us <laughs> and an immigrant. So I just like keep to myself. But since I got this house, I've actually been really friendly to my neighbors. And it's actually been super sweet. Sometimes I'll be like, hey, do you need me to pick anything up for you? And she's a sweet old lady. And she's like, yes, this. And then one time I came back with what she needed, but it wasn't the brand that she wanted. <gasps> Nika. And um. Listen, she has an attitude. I'll tell you that. All she does all day is sit on her porch and watch the neighborhood and smoke weed. It's amazing. <laughs> I came back and I was like, hey, like this is for you. And she's kind of intimidating. And she was like, this isn't the brand I want. And I was like, is it going to do its job? And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> Way to go standing up for yourself. I don't think I could ever I in like front of right. uh, older women. I think I have a diff- it's difficult to be like, oh, let me. Say we anything just have to a you. dynamic. Yeah. One time when I told her I had, she was like, "Where's your, where's your boyfriend?" And I was like, "Oh, we broke up." And she literally said, "I'm not kidding." She said, "Ah, I knew that was coming." Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Incredible. <sighs> okay. Anyway, sorry. But Mary didn't get her ice cream. No, she didn't get her ice cream. So Miss Carpenter, she said that at about 5 a.m. You know, the following morning, she while she was asleep, she heard a thud got up to check things out she heard she thought that like maybe it was like the water heater or something so she turned it off but like nothing seemed to miss so she went back to sleep and then in the morning a boy stopped by with a telegram for mary and was like where do i find mary's apartment 
And Miss Carpenter said, don't you worry. I'll, t- I'll take it to her. I also need to bring her her paper, and I want to go check on her. So she went up to go check on her and went to go, like, open the door. Like, there was, like, a screen door first and then, like, the regular door. And so she noticed the screen door handle was really hot and also noticed mm. there was, like, kind of some soot kind of coming out of the of the door. And so she starts just hollering. She's like, come help mm-hmm. me. Somebody come help me. And these two nice men who were painting across the street – came over to help they called the fire department how hot was it just like uber hot i mean hot enough to where she didn't want it like she couldn't touch the handle because it was a hot july day it was so a hot been july mega day. hot yes thank you for that let me do that analysis <laughs> you're welcome i don't think they actually measured the temperature of the handle though so i cannot give you a very accurate <laughs> description or temperature okay but i digress the so the fire department gets there they bust open the door. You know, obviously they knocked and they didn't. She didn't come to the door. So they go into the residence and there is smoke and greasy soot everywhere. Like all of the wall, like the walls were kind of like covered in this like greasy, sooty material. Obviously there was a fire, but it was contained to an overstuffed chair. And all that was left was a pile of springs, some burned remains, a skull that had shrunken down to the size of a grapefruit. And Mary Reeser's left leg with her satin black slipper. I'm sorry. So the black slipper didn't catch on fire? or No, didn't? it was like from her knee down on her left leg was still there. But everything else completely cremated. But just in the chair. But it was just in the chair. That's so weird. So there's a lot to unpack here. So obviously there was a fire, but it was odd that it was just like Mary's body and her chair. And there was also like a side table and part of that was burned. But like the light switches on the walls, they were like all melty. So like the walls had heated up. It was just like super hot inside. The light switches were melty. There were candles that had melted, but the wicks were like still intact and like standing upright. And she had a clock that had stopped at 4.20 a.m. Nice. And Thank you, Gabby. so we can kind of assume that something around then happened. The apartment was very, very hot. So the news kind of gets out because they're like, oh, my gosh, like, how did she catch on? Fi- like, how did she catch on fire? Like, what happened? So all these theories started flying around. And um, it eventually made its way to the FBI because the police were like, I just I don't know. Like, they just couldn't figure it out. And they could not rule out homicide. And there were many people that submitted letters with their ideas of what happened. One of the more bizarre was somebody who wrote that they had, quote, seen a ball of fire fly in from through the window. Oh. I mean. So we don't, you know, we don't know. Like, as far as the weather was concerned, there was no thunder or lightning or anything like that. No, like balls of fire just flying through the sky. Yeah. Why would I don't understand the homicide thing because why would you kill someone in a such such an obvious way? Like of course that's going to cause speculation. Look, I don't know. <laughs> that I do not have the answer to. But there were other people they said that it was homicide or that she was struck by lightning from a nuclear phenomenon perhaps. There was also noted in one of the articles, one of the many many articles that noted that there was a strange and in quotations, evil smell 
So, you know, it could have also just been Satan himself. Don't you hate yeah. when a smell is evil? I, this I don't is even... an evil smell. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. This is me whenever my cat goes to the litter box. That's an evil smell. <laughs> just me after a long day's work. An evil smell. Exactly. <laughs> but if you recall, Mary was already in her nightgown and her slippers. And the nightgown that she was wearing was highly flammable. And Mary did smoke cigarettes. So perhaps from the sedatives, she fell asleep while smoking or something. But still, for her to be cremated, that would have had to have been a super hot fire and burn for multiple hours. So you'd think it would be it would spread. Like there was a three-foot radius of the carpet that was kind of singed, but only like a three-foot radius. So anything beyond that was just like an effect of the heat from her body being on fire. The fire would have had to have burned for at least three to four hours at a temperature of 1,400 to 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, that's what, like, that's how hot it has to be to cremate a body. And then it has to be on fire for three to four hours. And your average bonfire and house fire is between 1,000 to 1,100 degrees. So, like, your typical classic fire really wasn't hot enough. So many people believed that Mary was a victim of spontaneous combustion which by definition is the ignition of organic matter with no apparent cause, typically through heat generated by an internal rapid oxidation. So basically, she self-ignited. Fascinating. What in your body would cause spontaneous combustion to happen? I'm so, I need to know what to watch out for. Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a Satan worshiper and he enters your body, well, they said a rapid oxidation. I don't really know scientifically what that means, but I also think that, you know, one of the things that I, I come across was, you know, a few harmful substances. So it could have been about the sedative she took or smoking cigarettes or something like that, but I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. But officially, it was ruled an accidental death of unknown causes, but I would like to throw in my own theory. Oh, wow. Ooh, investigator Taylor. Yes. Okay, let's see. I'm sh it, every single one of you are going to immediately dismiss it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so that means I'm onto something though, I think, right? Um, so <laughs> I think that she was a human supernova. So that's when like a star explodes. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's what she happened. She was a star. <laughs> she was a star and she and she was just a, a supernova. But there is this song, because I came across this song that Liz Fair did, that is called Supernova. And the chorus goes, do you want to hear it? I'm not yes. going to sing it. I'm just going to read it. Sing for us. Oh. But it says, because you're a human supernova, a solar superman. You're an angel with wings of fire, a flying giant friction blast. But let me tell you, she was talking about love. But who's to say that a star can combust, but humans can't? Taylor... The um, threads that you just put together. Who's to say? Who's based to say? on love and just based on metaphor? Who's to say it's not real? Who's to say just because we don't see it happening all the time doesn't mean that it's not a real thing? I am so hungry to find out what happened to her, but no one knows, right? No, they do not. But there is this idea that fire can stay lit from your body fat, which is called the wick effect, which Gabby's going to go into into a little bit more depth in a minute. But they did there. This kind of annoyed me, actually, in all of the articles and everything. They, they said she was a hefty woman. 
But she like weighed 170 pounds, which I don't know if I would consider that hefty. Maybe in the 1950s. In the 50s, yeah. But like like, now I'm like, "Mm, well, they're all mentioning her hearty breakfast, which I'm like, I kind of want that right now. That's true. I I want that hearty breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, Taylor, I don't think she's a star. I'm going to say it. I've listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson's, you know, Star Talk podcast a few times. So I know about the stars. And it seems based on like gravity and stuff, it would be hard for a, a literal star to exist walking the streets. Also to reproduce with another human because she obviously had kids. They say that we're all made up of star matter. So why not? Uh, we're all made Who's up of stardust. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, obviously I don't really think that, but I'm like, while we're throwing out some things, like... No, I yeah. love it. I, I feel like it. this is a super, like, horse girl theory. <laughs> it's just like, you're riding your horse, be like, she's made of stars. She's made of stars. <laughs> oh, my god! And then she, you know, got a little too hot. She went to the star god. <laughs> she's watching over us now. Well, Taylor, thank you. So basically, it's an undetermined how she died death. So we'll get a little bit more into spontaneous human combustion after the break. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
Okay, cadaver gals, we're back. I mean, cadaver pals, we're back. And gals, Nika and Taylor. So Taylor just told us a really scientific theory about what happened. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but... She becomes a star! But basically, I mean, the Mary Reeser story is one that... If you Google her name, you'll see a bunch of stuff pop up. And usually what pops up with it is spontaneous combustion, spontaneous Mm -hmm. human combustion. That's just what people be thinking happened. And there's even like in cases up to 2011, there was a coroner in Ireland who said for the cause of death of someone was spontaneous human combustion. So some people be thinking this is real. But I'm here to say it's not a real thing. Oh, well. Okay, but why? Like, give us... <laughs> it's not the end. It's not real. Okay, so basically, th- there's been, like, various cases throughout, especially in the 19th century, of people combusting. And it's. I think this is kind of like, when people don't know scientifically what has happened, we are really good at speculating things that are wrong, like divine intervention or something else. Or we will start like prescribing a lot of like moralistic ideas towards someone. Like even with Mary Reeser, they're like, oh, she was a smoker or she was drinking or she was overweight. Ergo, she they'll just like say all these negative attributes. Victim blaming. I hate that. Yeah. And so I mean, with these deaths, too, it's like we don't know exactly what happened. So you're just trying to, like, make something up. And that's just like one of it's kind of like this catch all term for unexplained fiery deaths. Also, it's kind of interesting where you start seeing more mention of a spontaneous human combustion in the 19th century. You see that with the temperance movement, because what they were trying to say is that the more alcohol you drink, the more flammable you are. Ergo, you will just burst into flames if you drink alcohol. I'm sorry. If that was the case, Gabby, you would be on fire right now. I would be literally on fire constantly. Um, (laughs) You're a star. I'm a star. That's what that means. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not not an alcoholic. I'm a star. star. It's fine. It was also interesting because there was a Charles Dickens book uh, called Bleak House where one of the characters died from spontaneous human combustion. And it was interesting because this was like now when people were trying to challenge the temperance movement and be like, this is a pile of bullshit. You drinking alcohol doesn't mean you're going to burst into flames. But he had a character who d- that happened to and everyone got mad at him because they're like, you're promoting something that's not real. But I'm also like, guys, it's a novel. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I would rather have that than like celebrities be like, COVID isn't real and just like use their platform for that. At least Charles Dickens knew it was fiction and said it was fiction. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a it's a novel that he was writing in. But it's also like at the time, the temperance movement was like, this is what's happening. So don't drink, you know, but that's not if you it's not going to happen, guys. So, you know, take some shots tonight if you want. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Will do. By myself. Yeah. Also, drinking is evil. Okay. Let's I mean, see. that's probably what the whole root of it all is. So it really was probably just Satan. Because if you drink, then Satan, you gets you. Sa- Satan will come and get you and then you'll catch on fire. It makes so much sense. I feel like if anything, they would celebrate you for drinking. If, if Yeah, but he's coming drinking. for you to be like, oh, you're one of mine, one of my kind. Okay. First of all, we use they, them pronouns for Satan. Satan so. <laughs> You don't think Satan is a man? You know, I don't think of them at all, thankfully. So I don't want to. I don't want to keep this talk in my household. Thank you. Okay, sorry. 
Yeah, so I really feel like spontaneous human combustion, I think looking at the, looking at that diagnosis as people trying to yeah, either victim blame or you know, say you're doing something bad, ergo you burst into flames. So there's this one guy who he's a big skeptic and sort of his profession is he's a private investigator but he also likes to dismantle paranormal theories. His name is Joe Nickel. In the 1980s he did, he did a study where he analyzed a lot of different cases of spontaneous human combustion, including Mary Reeser. And he was saying that, you know, with each case, you can't prescribe the same diagnosis of like what happened. But it was like with each case that he saw, it's like there was probably a logical way or there was a logical way to say that there was fire that was nearby and somehow they caught on fire because of it. It wasn't just from this like internal flame where you busted up or something from the friction or the whatever the, the hell. inside out. Yeah, it was like, that's not what I said. It's like you could say in all of these situations, there is a different igniter there. Like with Mary, there was the cigarette. Also in some of the cases, it was like near a fireplace or something. And I mean, at the same time though, the victims of this these sort of unexplained fire deaths have generally been sort of the elderly uh, the infirm or people who do drink a lot or take pills while drinking. But it's not because you're a bad person. It's just because, you know, the more alcohol you drink, the more careless you get, okay? It's just a kawinky dink. It's just a kawinky dink that alcohol makes you stupid, especially <laughs> when you mix it with pills. So basically, you know, he's just saying that somehow people have lit themselves on fire. And he is the proponent, as Taylor had mentioned, there's this theory called uh, it's either the candle theory or the wick theory of why this fire is contained to just like a very small radius. Because I think with Mary Reeser's case, they're saying like, well, maybe it didn't spread further because her, she had like cement walls that might have been part of it and like the heat was being contained in a certain way. But this wick theory is interesting because it's saying like human bodies can be seen as like a can like an inside out candle because basically, you know, it's pretty hard to fully burn a human body because obviously like we have moisture. We're made up of water. We have moisture in our fat, et cetera, et cetera. So it's actually just hard to burn that. So what they're thinking is that the wick is actually like our clothes or sort of like the apparatus that we're sitting on or like carpet or something. Because in all of these human combustion cases, usually there was like heavy carpeting, drapes, plushy furniture that also kind of got singed. And that's like the wick. That's the thing that's burning. But while it's burning, you know, us, our human fat being the wax, it is getting more and more dehydrated. So then it can kind of burn. We're just the oil lamp. We're just the oil lamp. Exactly. And so yeah, bodies usually burn at 250 degrees Celsius, but because of this like wick theory, we can burn at temperatures as low as 24 degrees Celsius, which is, that's not very hot. That's not very hot at all. And then he also says, because women have generally more body fat, we burn better. We're better candles. Oh, yay. Mary wasn't a star. She was a candle. Okay, great. So I think what we can learn from this is that, you know, you're not going to combust. But I believe in combustion, okay? Okay, here's the thing. Combustion believer, wow. I'm very skeptical of human combustion, but Taylor's actually going to tell us about... She has witnessed combustion firsthand. Yeah, let me tell you. Okay. (laughs) All right, so in high school... Well, growing up, I always had beta fish. I always thought they were so cool, and and I, like, did a really good job, not to pat myself on the back... But I did a really good job of keeping them alive. I had them for years and years and years. So 
I have this one. He was kind of like a bluish, greenish, and he had these like kind of spiky fins. And he was like always alert and like ready to go. So his name was Bruce Lee, and I loved him so much. And he lived in a bowl on the island in my kitchen growing up. And a fish on an island. Wow. A fish on an island. But <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. It was a big bowl though. It's it was not like one of those like little dinky things. Like it was a it was a big bowl. So anyway, I wake up. It's a weekend. I wake up, come downstairs, and my parents are like, "Taylor, we need to talk." And I was like, "Oh no!" And they were like, "Something happened to Bruce Lee." And I was like, "What do you mean something happened? Like what can happen to Bruce Lee? Like he is very well taken care of, et cetera, et cetera." Well. I walk in the kitchen and his bowl had exploded into zillions of pieces. And the island was a, it was like a natural wood top and it had a singed mark under where his bowl was. And of course, because the bowl exploded, Bruce Lee did not, he was not in water anymore and was actually on the island. And so... Did your parents just leave him on the island? No, actually. They they left the bowl because they didn't think I'd believe them, which right I probably wouldn't have. But like later I'm doing the like doing the dishes or something as a good kid and my little sister Daisy goes, "Yep, that's where Bruce Lee is." And I was like, "Excuse me?" No. <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah, that's where dad put Bruce Lee." And I was like, "In the garbage disposal?" And he's, you know what my dad said? He said, what? It's just like sushi. <gasps> so angry. So angry. Okay, Ew. insane. But I mean, I just it is like go sushi. Back. I, did you figure out why did that happen no. to the bowl? It's so did he explode? No. Or the fish itself the, didn't explode? No, the fish itself didn't explode. But there was, I mean, look, the island did have power in it. You know, like they it had like a plug. So I don't know. There was... I mean, some sort of electrical, I, but I still, it doesn't make sense. There was, and the, you know, it had like, the kitchen had like those can lights. The light that was like above where his bowl was, the light was just out. It's not like it, that had exploded or anything. It, the light was just out. So like something, something somewhere happened. There is a cinch mark. Something electrical. Something to this day, it, that cinch mark is still on there. That's insane. What um I believe that Bruce Lee was a star, Taylor. I believe Bruce Lee was I know Bruce Lee was a star. <laughs> I know Bruce I know Lee it. was a I star. I loved him so much. <laughs> we need a documentary on this. Well, Taylor, thank you for sharing those stories about your fish. You really did tie the episode together. So I just want y'all to say watch out with, you know, watch out for water with your open wounds, you know, maybe let them close up a little bit. Also, you're probably not going to combust unless you're star, a star, okay? So for all you stars out there, look out, watch out. But then if you're a star, though, you're more likely to, like, implode, you know, and then we'll all get sucked into you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow, Gabby. I'd like, I think we should just end on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Honestly, okay. yeah, that's a this great a- ending. That's, yep. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. JK will never see you, but you'll hear from us. Goodbye.
Cadaver Gals is a production of School of Humans and iHeartRadio. It's hosted by me, Gabby Watts, Nika Duarte, and Taylor Church. And you can find us all over the internet, specifically on Instagram and Twitter, at Cadaver Gals. We'll see you next week. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.